It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Oh yeah, can you feel it? Can you feel it in the air? I'm I'm gonna have a sh- I'm gonna have one of those shows today. Are you? And at some point, Brady will throw his headsets down and stomp out of here because I'm I'm just I'm in a, I'm in the mood. I'm gonna be jabbing, shucking, and jiving. I'm gonna be. Well, we have a lot to talk about. Yes. Yes, we do. We do. Uh, before we get into baseball and softball, real quick, um, I did just want to mention this. We saw on uh, I saw on the Times Herald, Brandon Folsom did a really nice article on uh, on Reese Powers. We saw her mostly only play basketball, but apparently a really good track star. And well, she's recorded the third best time in the eight hundred for Division Two. So she's going. She was a regional champion. If you want to know more about it, go to the Times Show to read the article because Folsom did a really good job with it. But I, and I I'm just, not going to just read the article for you. No, yeah, but I, I just want to, to point out, too, that during basketball season, big brace on her leg. Mm-hmm. Like she had a serious injury that she had to get through just to play a little bit of the basketball season and to recover to the point where she's now doing this in track is really impressive. That yeah. just makes it all the more impressive. Yeah, that was just something I noticed and wanted to, to throw out in the intro because the intro, we just try to figure out whatever. But we did three games yesterday. Yes. Two of them were in baseball, so I think we'll, we'll start with baseball. We'll talk about that, uh, and then we'll get into the, uh, the softball. Uh, and also, uh, soccer fans, I have not forgot you. I know that districts have been going on actually for about a week now. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and we'll get you caught up on all of that. All right. Well, let's not waste any time then. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, 
Replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you are back with Dennis and Brady, the Tri County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast on a uh, it's a Wednesday, right? Yeah, the holiday has got me messed up. Uh, it's a Wednesday. And the fact that, oh, by the way, little uh, housekeeping, no show Friday because we'll be out doing games. Yes, uh, it starts uh, early on Friday. Well, it started early for us yesterday. Yeah, but we stay there the whole time. Yeah. Now. Yeah, no, the, and, and we'll be in different spots. Yeah. So, all right, do you want to start with the first game we did yesterday? Just yeah. go chronologically? Yes, we, we will do that. We'll start in uh, Division One. Uh, it was technically the Anchor Bay pre-district, even though the game was played at Port Huron Northern. Common uh, sense won out. Yeah, for 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 a first time maybe ever <laughs> in the history of, of doing things, um, they said, boy, it'd kind of be dumb to have PH and Northern drive over to Anchor Bay to play when they're five minutes apart. Yes, yes, it would be. So they did. <laughs> so they didn't. They went to Northern to play. Uh, and, uh, again, some – to, to kind of get into this, 
couple weeks ago, they played their series. Yes. Uh, in the MAC, they play the, the three games in, in a week series. And the Big Reds, who really didn't have a great season this and, year. And the week before, struggled bad. Like, not, I mean, you're being polite. They got hammered. Yeah. What, 40 something to nothing. To like nothing. Four, yeah, I think the final was like 46 nothing in three games. They played a total of 13 innings over three games. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and they took two out of three against the Huskies, winning four to two and four to three after dropping the first game five to two in the series. And uh, Northern only got two hits in that game and nothing after the second inning. And they still found a way to win that uh, ball game. But uh, Northern kind of established it. Right off the bat yesterday, first, Owen Johnson, because um, I don't want him to get overshadowed. The score is 13 to nothing, but Owen Johnson, five innings, no runs, two hits, no walks, seven strikeouts. He only allowed three base runners. There was only one inning where he allowed more than one runner on base, uh, and only two hitters for the Big Reds got as far as second base. One was J.J. Reed who led off the second with a double and got thrown out trying to stretch it into a triple on a great defensive uh, play. First off, uh, Armstrong and left, a great throw to Ruiz, who then threw a dart to third. Well, Armstrong dug it out of the weeds out and yeah. by the fence. Because that was the one ball that the Big Reds hit hard yesterday. I mean, Reed hit a, a rocket. But at that point, the score was already 6 to nothing Northern because six of the first seven hitters – for the Huskies, walked, and all six walks scored. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, you show up, and especially with uh, Northern shutting down, you guys one, two, three at the start, and then you go walk, 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 strike out, walk. So you walk seven of the first nine batters you face, and yeah, that's tough. Uh, in, in the first uh, nine hitters of the game, eight got on. And seven of those eight got on with walks. Yeah. Northern scored six runs in the first inning on one hit. Yeah, it was just, I mean, downhill. It was 6 nothing, and you thought maybe if they could put a run or two up in the second, they could settle it down. But, I mean, the, the leadoff double then getting thrown out at third didn't help. And then uh, in the second, Northern put up five more runs, and yeah. Well, that was the thing that the they brought Caleb Collier into into the game, and he got a uh, a good hitter Ruiz on a weak ground out. Mm -hmm. Then he got a lacy fly ball from Johnson to get out of the first inning. First hitter of the second popped up to first, so he got like three easy outs in a row. And you're like, okay. And then Luke Angels got on, but he got on because he hit a ball too slow through the infield. Yeah, uh, and then all of a sudden the kind of the, the wheels fell off, and before you knew it, it was eleven nothing Northern after two innings. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it was, I mean, and then there was more walks and doubles started coming in and then more walks, and yeah, it was, and then stolen bases seemed to happen every time someone got on. Well, that, yeah, the Huskies had, I had them for eight stolen bases. Uh, PH pitching walked 11. They only gave up five hits. Yeah. They walked 11. Um, it, it was just a, a, a tough day. For uh, for PH and for Northern, they took advantage of the situation. They were patient at the plate. They they didn't get anxious. The like you, you had a lot of at bats with the bases loaded in the first two innings of the game, and uh, especially in high school, everybody wants to hit the grand slam. Everybody wants to drive the ball up the gap. 
clear the bases. Guys were patient. They took their walks. They had two bases loaded walks just in the first inning. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a lot of kids get themselves out in that situation, but but the Huskies just let the Big Reds pitchers struggle. And and the starter Eric Whiting, it wasn't like he was throwing the ball off the backstop. No, I mean he was just missing. I maybe the strike zone was a little smaller than usual because there was a few times I thought he got squeezed a bit. I mean, you walk, but you walked, what, seven guys or however many he walked. You, yeah, that's your fault. Like, you can't blame the umpire. I will give him a little bit of credit or at least a little bit of leeway because there were a few times I thought he got uh, – he was thrown in a shoebox. Well, yeah, if, if I'm the home plate umpire, he only walks three guys that inning. Yeah. But I have a, a bigger strike zone because I want the kids up there swinging. Mm-hmm. And not, like, ridiculous. Like, it's got to be hittable. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I, I thought the zone was a little tight. But yet, I also thought it was consistent. And Owen Johnson just pounded the zone yesterday with uh, all kinds of strikes. But um, Ryan Frolastro ended up with uh, four RBIs. He had two hits in the game. And his second hit was a, a two-run home run in the fourth inning that I'm going to assume it was his first career home run. At least, especially he, in high school. Yeah, he, he he's a freshman. Um, and, A, he hammered it because left field at Northern is a is a fair poke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but, two, he savored the moment. Now, I wanted to get your opinion on it because, A, I get it, rivalry game, playoff game, Payback from losing two out of three mm-hmm. um, and, and all of that. But I thought he overdid it just a, a little bit with the yeah. slow, tro- oh, really I think we exaggeratedly it slow trot around basis. When I said it's going to left field to the time, about the time I think he touched home plate was around 30-some seconds, um, I wouldn't get mad at him because, again, He's a freshman. He just hit a home run against a rival in a playoff game. That's a big moment. You, you just sit the kid down and say, listen, I'm happy for you. That was awesome. Just dial it back a little. Yeah. Like, uh, I love seeing the emotion. Like, That's I, awesome. I, like, Collier, I don't know what was said, but Collier said something to him as he was coming up to, to third and around the base. They had an exchange of words. Nothing mm. too serious. But I get where Caleb's coming from. It's like, dude, you're kicking our butts. We get it. Run yeah. around the bases, okay? R- run around the bases. Right. Um, and, and, and you're just kind of asking at that point. You're like agitating. You're, you're, you're the little brother that's poking with the stick to see if he can get big brother mad. And then he wonders why he's laying there crying when big brother punches him in the Yeah, no, you know, I'm not, not going to crucify him for it. It was he it was a young kid that had a really nice hit. It went it was first home run. I mean the bench, you saw the bench. It oh, exploded. Yeah, so yeah, you just sit him down and you say, "All right, hey, just just get a little more jog on it and everything's fine." Yeah. But, but yeah, c- congratulations to him cuz that was a really cool moment. And those are the things you get in rivalry games too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, uh, 13 nothing Northern ended up winning. So now the uh, Huskies are going to play Dakota on Friday in the first semifinal game. Uh, and I haven't seen Dakota play, and I'm going to be honest, I haven't really looked it up. 
but they, everybody is talking. Well, they won the Mac Red. Yeah, by like four games or something Let's like see, that. I'll pull it up to just. Uh, uh, yeah, well, they won it by a game, but they went twelve and three. Romeo and Gross Point South were uh, eleven and four. They went twenty four and eight overall. Yeah, twenty four and eight. So this is going to be a, a, a tough game for the Huskies, uh, but. They'll have all hands on deck because uh, Johnson threw only about 50 pitches, mm-hmm. so he's available. You assume that uh, probably, I think, Derek Ruiz probably starts, but, but I, you've got all your arms, and you're probably going to need them all against Dakota. Mm-hmm. And, hey, it just takes one hot pitcher. Um, as long as you go in with the mentality that you're not already beaten, you don't get intimidated by the Dakota name, yeah. It takes one hot pitcher, and you've seen Northern win plenty of games. They only have a couple of hits, but they manufacture runs. They figure out ways to get them across the score. So that, that'll that be one matchup, and then uh, Anchor Bay. and Is it Lance Cruz or Lance Cruz North? That's uh, the other side. Anchor Bay plays. It's one of the Lance Cruz schools. Yeah, they play Lance Cruz North. North. Yeah, I thought so. Because the state sometimes, they don't put the north part. you got to. Like actually click on yeah, it to, to see the full name. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, and Anchor Bay actually uh, finished the season strong. Like they had a a, a good game against St. Clair to avoid a sweep, and that kind of propelled them to a strong finish. Yeah, they're thirteen and eleven overall, but Northern's got to get by Dakota. That's going to be the big one. Yeah, and and from listening to everybody, Dakota's the team to beat there on Friday. Yeah. So then. Um, Anything else you got to say about that, or no? Let, let's let's move on to to Lutheran North, where we were we were hoping. I'm not going to lie, we were hoping for a St. Clair Marysville game on Friday, and we're not going to get it now. What did you hear from from Denny about this? I they, didn't they lost hear much. To Lutheran I heard North. they lost. I know Murkoff started. Um, I don't know if he got hit, if it was errors, if it was walks, what it was. Obviously, the bats didn't show up, but that's a game where. I mean, we've wanted a, a, a real St. Clair Marysville matchup, ace versus ace, to see what happens. And unfortunately, we're not going to get it now with a 5 nothing loss to Lutheran North. But Marysville, I don't know if that makes them their road any easier. I mean, I think the, I'm really to assume that Lutheran North's ace through more than 75 pitches because I know it was like 1 or 2 nothing going until like the 6th inning. Um, but after that point, I, I really don't know much about it. I know Marysville plays Lutheran North in the early game on Friday starting at noon, but, yeah, that's all I can really tell you. I just uh, – the, the Saints were really, really good. Um, and down the stretch, though, uh, just looking at some, some of their scores, they kind of struggled at the finish line. This season, they weren't really playing good ball. Lost to Lakeshore, eleven to ten. Lost to Anchor Bay, ten to nothing. Lost to Gross Point South, eight to one and eleven to one. Beat them five to nothing. Lost to Ford, and I know Ford is really good, three nothing. Gross Point South, fifteen to four. They really weren't. I the one thing we said about Saint Clair baseball is, I could see them making a run to like a regional final slash quarterfinal. I could also see them losing in the in the first round of the districts, and th- that was the formula. Pitching isn't stellar, and the bats don't show up. If their pitching is on its game and their bats do enough, they could make it 
far. They could be one of the final eight teams left in the state. But it doesn't happen in baseball. It's a one-game elimination. It's the most volatile sport. That's what happened to the Saints. So now you've got Marysville getting ready for Lutheran North. And, and I'm, you know, they're going to play whoever. But right. you, you kind of think that maybe they were in this the same boat, like kind of getting up for a potential big rivalry game. Yeah. And now th- does that affect you? You're like, oh, instead of the Saints, we have to play Lutheran North. I mean, or are you a- just like, hey, we got to play somebody so I think the one thing that keeps them getting up is they have to go down to Lutheran North to play Um, but I know these these kids have aspirations of winning a district winning a regional title they have the pitching to do it It, same thing as St. Clair if the bats can do enough this is a team that can be playing for a couple weeks but would you be shocked if Marysville's bats went cold and they lose a two-to-one game because they have the ability, just like St. Clair, to make a deep run. We've, I mean, Maceo Miller did not give up an earned run in the league. Larry Smayfield, I think, probably gave up. An, I can probably count him on one hand. Seems like every other game he pitched was a one-hitter. So they have that one-two punch that you always talk about. You just need the bats to give you, what, four runs a game? I don't even know that they need that much. But just hit. Hit enough. Give your pitchers a little bit of support. See, they're set up for a district, I think, wonderfully because you can throw Maceo in game one and you still have Larry to pitch in game two. Yeah. Uh, I just – It's more 1A, 1 – Just score some runs for those two guys and you are you should win. It's more 1A, 1B than a 1 and 2. Yeah. And our made in Marine City is, is the other game – there and we, we've seen the Mariners, uh, and, and, and probably we, the best hitting team yeah. left. Uh, but uh, I, I hear good things I don't know about Armada. Luth- I don't too. know what Lutheran North is. I've only seen Armada the one time. I can't honestly. They faced Hitzelberger and he carved them up pretty good. And then um, oh, the, the reliever that came in, I can't think of his name. It starts with a T. Um, was really good for him too. So you, you got that. Um, but Marysville, Lutheran, North, the early game, our maiden Marine City, the second one, and then those the winners of the two play each other. Uh, do you want to take a break, and then I'll tell you about Almont Cross-Lex that I saw? No, let's just or keep going. Keep, just want to keep going? We're, we're on a roll. All right. So, Almont Cross-Lex, and whenever I go see a BWAC game, it lives up to the hype. Like, I think I saw five BWAC baseball games, like true BWAC baseball games. I saw – we saw Almont. Or Algonac Yale was a good game. I saw Richmond Armada, good game. I saw two Almont Cross Lex games in the regular season, really good games. I saw a Richmond Cross Lex game, really good it game. It was 3 2. And then I saw Almont El- Cross Lex again. And Cross Lex was leading this one the whole way. In the bottom of the second, Hunter Soper singled. He moved over to third on a pair of pass balls. Ben Davis hit a sack fly. It's one nothing. And it was uh, Brandon Hunsaker and uh, Tyler Johnson pitching. And you could just kind of tell that one run might be enough. Then Crosslex adds two more in the bottom of the fourth after a, uh, Ben Davis and Vinny Grappi walk. And uh, Drew Hosterman drives one in, scores on a fielder's choice. Um, so it's 3 nothing. and you're like, this game's over. The way Tyler Johnson's pitching, it's over. And then the Almont bats came alive in the fifth inning. It started off, uh, struck out 
And Charlie Kanan got a single. And then Donovan Galovich got a signal, plus an error, to put runners on second and third. And Galovich, I believe this was the play, he checks his swing and it's a perfect bunt. Lefty just kind of stopped it. He couldn't have thrown the ball any better. And they hurried up and tried to throw it to first and it went over the head, so they moved up. Second and third, Brendan held him in, two RBI single. And that makes it 3-2 to two after the inning and they got out of a jam, which, by the way, Almont, earlier in the game, Second inning, left the bases loaded. Uh, fourth inning, left runners on the corners. They, they were stranding runners. They were knocking on the door, but they finally broke through. But it's still only 3-2, to two, and it stayed that way. Croslex didn't score in the bottom of the fifth. The sixth was scoreless. And then Hunter Soper came on uh, to try to close out the game. And Almont just jumped all over him. And it's not like he was pitching poorly. It was just... They came out and attacked. You know, usually when you're down, you try to be patient and work. No. Uh, right away, boom, another Charlie Koenig single. Boom, no another Donovan Galovich single. And another error in the outfield to put runners on second and third. Fielder's choice, uh, and Koenig got in a rundown, but he's fast enough that he was, what, you, you were watching the game at yeah. this point because yeah, your game I, had ended. My game had ended. I got over just in time to see the seventh So you would say what? Koenig was a third of the way down to home, and they tried to throw behind him to third, and he just sprinted, and the throw to the plate was a little high, so the catcher had to jump, and he slid underneath him, tied the game. And he told me that was the, the play. That's a yeah. design play for him to try to get them to throw behind so that he can mm -hmm. go home. He also got spiked at the, the plate, and they tore his, his arm pretty good yeah unintentionally so. it was just because he jumped up and he slid head first came down on I him told him rub some dirt on it he'd be okay then stein <laughs> stein grounded out but the infield was back so that gave them the lead uh, an intentional walk and then a couple of rbi singles by landon cruz and blake cody uh gave them a big six to three lead uh kid got thrown out at the plate to end the rally and then Croslex kind of went down quietly. Reese Stein came in in the sixth and in the seventh. Didn't really have too much of a problem. Uh, Townsend grounded out a strikeout, and Nolan Duran singled, and then Soper put a good swing on one, but was ran down in the right center gap by Galovich, and that was curtains on what was a really good Croslex season. Didn't Stein get out of a bases loaded jam in the sixth? Yes, he did. Yes, that yeah, good point. Uh, he got the first two outs, and he hit a batter, a single, and an error, and the bases were loaded. And then he got a strikeout to kind of avoid disaster and you know keep it a one-run game. Those are the swings, though, because at that point it looks like you know Crosslex is going to bury him now mm -hmm. and put this thing away. To oh, they didn't score, and up oh, Elmont's got four runs all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. The, the game can turn on you that Stein uh, that also quickly. made a really nice play when he was at first. The bases were loaded, and uh, he there was a high chopper. He jumped up, basically snow-coned it, was able to bring it down, throw it to the plate, made got an out there. Uh, I believe that saved at least one run in the the fourth inning. or the Yeah, the fourth inning for Almont. And the, the Raiders knocked off a really good cross-locks team. Almont's really good, too, but... That's a game that, I mean, you were hoping Cross-Lex, you thought they had the ability to make a deep run, and, well, they got... Well, when you, you I mean, with Johnson Soper one-two punch, mm -hmm. and, and they do, I think, have enough hitting that, yeah, Cross-Lex seemed to me 
like a, a, a team that uh, could make a run. The problem there is is when the draw was done, I think the two best teams in this district had to play each other in the pre-district game. Yeah, I said many times in the broadcast, it's it felt like a Saturday afternoon game instead of a Tuesday night game. Like, it's a shame that was a pre-district game. So now, you, now I'm going to uh, have to say that Maybe it's Elmont that's the favorite here. Not knowing a lot about Imlay City and North Branch, but this is an all BWAC um, district. So and these were the nobody, two best teams in the BWAC. Yeah, and, and, and nobody's going to fool anybody. Everybody knows what everybody's got. They've all mm-hmm. seen each other. So, you know, the Elmont, Imlay City, North Branch, Yale are the two semifinal games, uh, and then the championship game set for Saturday at uh, Yale. And I know we said it on the last show, but – what what a what a beautiful ballpark they've got! Oh at yeah, really nice, really really nice. Uh, and and actually, uh, Yale was playing afterwards. Man, I, I wonder if they even got all of that game uh, in. Yeah, they're doing a scrimmage against they, Stony they playing, Creek, um, Schwartz Creek, Schwartz Creek. Yeah, sorry, that had a creek in it. Yeah, but <laughs> but no, uh, I mean, congrats to Almont and what a um, and that put the careers for a lot of really talented pioneer seniors that. I don't think anyone will be forgetting about anytime soon. Yeah, no, that a great, uh, great class through there. Uh, the uh, the boys uh, sports uh, had a really good year, starting with uh, football, and uh, obviously basketball was a huge story uh, mm-hmm. in the area. And, Best uh, team we've ever seen, yeah, around here, and and baseball for sure. Uh, a couple of other things before uh, we do take a break. Uh, at Cass City, Cass City beat Sandusky nine to five. Uh, and that uh, Sandusky was basically the only uh, area team uh, in that one. So Cass City will play Carroll, go Redhawks, uh, and Bad Axe will play Laker uh, in the, on Saturday. At uh, Brown City, Brown City beat Vassar 6-1. to one. They get Millington on Saturday. Otisville, Lakeville, and Reese is the other semifinal there. At Kingston, Peck beat Deckerville 9-1. to one. Uh, so Peck will play uh, Carsonville, Port Sandlack on Friday. Marlette and Kingston is the other game uh, there. Uh, and then on Saturday, it's uh, Dryden against Parkway Christian at Parkway. And the other side of the bracket is Mooney and New Haven Merritt. Uh, and obviously, we're expecting uh, Mooney to uh, be one of the teams that we keep an eye on for maybe a deep run. Yeah. Uh, this to, Again, we, th- we think this is their district to win. Yeah, that's putting it lightly. So that's baseball. We'll talk about softball when we come back in uh, just a moment here on uh, the Get Stuck on Sports Tri-County Equipment Podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
Back with uh, Dennis and Brady on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Let's uh, shift gears to uh, softball and remind you, too, on Friday I'll head to Anchor Bay. That is uh, when the uh, district actually starts there. There was no pre-district Yeah, a lot of Friday districts, though. That's for both baseball and softball. That's actually kind of weird. It helps. It does help us, but, I mean, how often do you remember Friday districts? Uh, with With Anchor Bay and Northern and and PH, it seems like they always play on a Friday. Hmm. Um, uh, at least that's my recent memories of that. But it'll be Northern Romeo and then PH Anchor Bay uh, in the first two games, and it all gets going at uh, 10.30. And then uh, the uh, championship uh, game scheduled for around 2.30 in the afternoon. But we'll have the triple header from Anchor Bay on Friday in softball. Uh, it started in Yale last night with the pre-district game, the rubber match between Marysville and uh, Marine City. Uh, and maybe the worst thing that Marine City did was beat Marysville the last time these teams played mm-hmm. because the, the Vikings were ready last night. Uh, and they went with uh, Kirsten Smith. And she was in attack mode. Has, uh, I mean, we, we, we've talked so much about offense, but who's been better throwing the ball the second half of the season than Kirsten Smith? That we've seen? I don't know anyone. Like you, you said uh, a, a week or two back when, when you did one of their games, unhittable. Yeah. She, she, I mean, for two straight games, she gave up one hit. Now, when I'm there, she tends – to get a little wild. Like, she ended up walking four and hitting a batter yesterday. Which is still down from where she was at the start of the year. But uh, through the first four innings of the game, she was one batter over the minimum. Yeah. she The first inning, she hit the first batter, but then Anna Oles picked the runner off of first base oh, during I, the next at-bat. I don't bat. know if I've seen a catcher actually pick someone off first yeah, base. Yeah, it was actually a, a really good play. Uh, Isabella Volkman was hit by the uh, the pitch, uh, and, of course, it, it, you get the lead off after the pitcher mm. releases the ball in softball. And she danced off the bag a little bit, and it was actually uh, West Miller snuck in behind her, and Oles snapped the ball. Oh, were they, was, were they trying to bunt? or? Uh, uh, not really. I don't. Uh, Blanchard I know, was the hitter. I don't know if she stuck her bat out or not. Because I, I know that Marysville. I've seen them do that a few times where they squared a bunt and the second baseman comes over as the first baseman comes yeah. in. It's like a backdoor pick. Well, play. and it, and it was a, a great throw by by Oles. Right. I mean, it, it was an easy put out at first base. And then Blanchard struck out. Pelagata struck out. Then in the next inning, Deetland struck out. Uh, Laboon pops up to the catcher. Coleman pops up to the second baseman. Simons pops up to the first baseman. Rickert strikes out. Volkman pops up to the shortstop. And then finally leading off the fourth, uh, Isabella Volkman got a solid line drive single into left. But then it was strikeout, weak ground out, weak ground out to get out of the, uh, the inning. And really, Smith didn't have any trouble until the fifth when she loaded up the bases with a couple of walks and an infield uh, hit. But she also struck out the side in the inning. So it's like when she gets in trouble, she has the ability to get the strikeout, mm. which we haven't seen a lot of pitchers in the area really be able to to do that. And she walked the first two hitters in the sixth, but then it's pop out, strikeout, strikeout. No, she like, like when she gets angry too. Like I said, she has that bulldog mentality. Yeah. Like come in the come in here. I'm going to strike you out. You're not going to hit me hard if you do make contact. And I'm going to send you back to the bench. She seems just 
hyper focused and when she gets in that groove it's I mean geez it's it's lights out yeah game when, over it's almost like when, when she gets angry with herself that's when she really gets tough uh, and, and it's hard to hit and plenty of hitting for Marysville yesterday um Caitlin Kane tripled in the first inning to drive in a run like Marysville beats you in so many ways Brady uh, offensively they they have home run power, they have gap power, they can hit singles, they can steal bases, they can move runners over, they've got good team speed. Um, There's they're just a, a lot of ways that they, they can beat you. They, they scored seven runs in the first two innings, three runs scored on ground outs because they kept getting runners over and, and getting them in. And they can, but they also had a, a triple and two doubles in that same Yeah, they'll stretch. do it quick. They'll go – They'll go okay, single, then boom, double, double, and then it's two nothing, and you're like, oh, that that was fast. Yeah, uh, they, they, when pitches are in the dirt, they're really good at at picking that out and mm. getting the base. When they're running the bases, there's they, they always get the extra base. If the throw goes to the wrong place, that trail runner will always get the extra base. They are very uh, smart softball team. Yeah, uh, and, and and of course, uh, you know, always the dramatics. A walk-off home run from Callie well, Perrin in the game sixth ending home to, run. to win it 10-0. Hey, it walks off. Game's <laughs> over. You're, you're walking off. So it, 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 it is what it is. Uh, Perrin had four RBIs with a double and a homer, um, a triple and a double, and a walk for Caitlin uh, Kane. Uh, Walters with a single and a triple in the game, scored a, a couple of runs. Uh, it, it was just an all-around effort. Seven of the nine hitters for Marysville knocked in a run. Uh, seven of the nine hitters for Marysville scored a run, and six of the nine hitters had a hit, and five of the six had two hits. Yeah, I mean, what more do you want to say? Yeah. <laughs> and and they're going to be the favorite to take that district. I mean, I I don't want to say that that was their biggest roadblock, but it might have been. Well, I mean, St. Clair is still St. Clair, oh, St. Clair, sorry. I forgot about St. Clair on the yeah. other side. I was thinking Cross-Lex. No, St. Clair is going to be a big yeah, one. That's uh, my fault. Mar- that is 100% my fault. Marysville will play Cross-Lex on, on Saturday in the first game, and then St. Clair will play Yale in the second game. Uh, and uh, Yale, I, I don't think, has won a game yet this year. At least not, I don't think, in BWAC yeah, play. The, 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 it's been a, a tough year, and I was looking at some of their scores. I mean, uh, so a St. Clair-Marysville final is what we're expecting. If it doesn't happen, then we've had a major upset in one of the games. Yeah. So, and then that game, slight edge to Marysville. Well, I know, I know they played, but but they played it, in, in a tournament, and, and, it, and they it played the it more. Game. Yeah, they played it more like a an exhibition. They or, wanted to get everyone in, yeah. and a, so it was a really close game. But it's really hard to. Hell. I'm not going to put too much stock in that game when I'm trying to figure out who's going to win the next one. Yeah. But again, they both have to get there. But but you figure too, see here's here's an advantage maybe for St. Clair uh, and again I know pitching isn't as big a deal in softball because girls can throw multiple games. Mm-hmm. But with Yale, you don't have to throw Claire Borg or Maddie Cook. Or Maddie I, th- Cook. I think Maddie Cook is you, their number one. Uh, and and Avery Paul was pretty good when I saw her mm-hmm. pitch. So I mean, you 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 can throw whoever you want in that game or or I guess you can save whoever you want to throw against Marysville by not mm-hmm. using them in the first game. Yeah. 
So. You have options. Yeah, you you, you have options uh, there. Uh, at Imlay City, uh, Goodrich beat North Branch two to one. So Goodrich will play Ortonville Brandon on Saturday, while Imlay City plays Elmont on uh, Saturday. Uh, and again, don't know anything about Goodrich or Ortonville Brandon. Um, Imlay City Elmont obviously know each other. I think they split in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, Elmont probably doesn't have the pitching to make a deep run, Brady, but I, I love their offense They can so outslug anyone in any given that, game. That, yeah, in, in the district, I think they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. I just think they're dangerous. Uh, also, Saturday at Cass City, Bad Axe will play Cass City. Sandusky goes up against Elkton Pigeon and Bayport. I had to bring all, all three cities in <laughs> to, to take on Sandusky. Uh, Elkinac all over Memphis, 15 to nothing. Last night, uh, Kennebaugh Marito was perfect for the three innings, and and obviously the Lady Muskrats did a lot of hitting in a short period of time. Yeah. They can do that. Uh, so they'll get Clintondale on Saturday, and Richmond will get New Haven on Saturday. Uh, and then, a, a, again, if it's not an Algonac-Richmond final, there was a major upset. Yeah. Uh, Clintondale um, in softball – they went seven and five in the silver, and there's no bronze, by the way. New Haven, they did go eight and four in the gold, so they at least finished second in there. Yeah, New Haven was like weird because I saw them against PH, and they went eleven and seven overall. So they ha- they're a winning softball team. Yeah, but but like the day I saw them, it was a three, it was a two and a half inning game. Uh, yeah, you were there for like 40 minutes. Yeah, and uh, PH scored 15 runs in two at-bats, and New Haven didn't do anything in three at-bats, and and the game was, was over. So I, I I don't have a good feel for them because the day I saw them, they are absolutely terrible. Yeah. Uh, that's I can't sugarcoat that one. Uh, at Oakland Christian, K-Pack beat uh, Burton Bentley 9-1, to and K-Pack will play uh, Otisville-Lakeville while uh, Burton Bendel plays Oakland Christian, the host of school, on Saturday. Uh, both uh, the K-Pack boys and girls won yesterday. Uh, and I just want to uh, – because I think neither started the season on time. I think they, it was a couple weeks into the season before they even started to play. I don't know if that's COVID. for certain, but, it, I mean, it's been hard to get information yeah, from uh, certain I, conferences. I, I believe that's what I uh, remember um, uh, happening. Uh, all right, uh, Ubley uh, defeated uh, Carsonville Port Sandlack seventeen to nothing. So it's Ubley, Deckerville, and Harbor Beach, Kindy North Huron on Friday up at uh, Harbor Beach. Marlette outslugs Mayville eighteen to eight. Oh, there you go. Just a routine game in softball uh, this year. So it's Marlette against Brown City and Peck against Kingston at Brown City. That's another Friday uh, district. Uh, and then uh, uh, Saturday, just three teams. At uh, Lutheran Northwest, uh, Lutheran Northwest will play Parkway Christian, and then the winner will have to go out and take on Cardinal Mooney in the championship game. There you go. So that gets you through softball. Uh, where are we at here? Well, time well, for I'll, a break. I'll, I'll take I'll take a break, and then we'll get you caught up on what's uh, been going on uh, with uh, the soccer districts as well. 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. 
We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis and Brady on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast on a uh, District Wednesday is what I'm calling it. All right. How about that? Because uh, I can just make stuff up because, like, ESPN does stuff like that all the time. Super Selection Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. So this is Super District Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. All right, go ahead. Like go over uh, some special soccer. effects. Uh, in uh, soccer uh, action uh, yesterday, uh, the uh, districts have been moving along. The districts actually started, I think the first uh, district game was back last Tuesday. So they've been going on for like a week. Uh, Anchor Bay beat Port Huron Northern 7 to uh, nothing was the uh, final. That puts Anchor Bay into the district uh, final. They will play on Friday. They will learn their opponent today as Dakota plays Lance Cruz North. And the winner of that game will be Anchor Bay's uh, opponent at Lance Cruz North on Friday in the district final there. Division 2 at uh, North Branch. Tonight, Marysville takes on Goodrich. St. Clair takes on Ortonville-Brandon, and the winners will meet on Friday in the championship game there. Marine City was eliminated, losing to Warren Regina 8-0. Lutheran North defeated Algonac 8-1, so Regina and Lutheran North will play in the district final. You have at Richmond, Elmont plays Flint Powers and Armada plays Otisville-Lakeville today, and the finals are set for Friday at uh, Richmond. We've got a uh, Thursday championship uh, game after Cardinal Mooney beat Austin Catholic 8 to nothing, and New Haven defeated New Haven Merritt 5-1. to You've got a Mooney-New Haven final at New Haven, and again, they're going to play that one tomorrow. Which, by the way, is that, is that all for soccer That's talk? That's all for There's soccer There's something talk. else I wanted to mention that we didn't get to in the intro. Uh, Richmond now has changed, is officially named their football field Coker Field. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see that, but yeah, you kind it, of – It became yeah. official, and, uh, yeah, they, they had a mock-up of what it'll say, and I thought that was a very nice gesture, and it, it's really good to see. Especially now with the, the new field mm-hmm. in, Which in that place. beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you haven't been out to uh, to Richmond since they've made the the changes, and they they've made some changes too to the baseball field, like what what they've done out there is really really nice. Mm-hmm. Like I've always thought they had a nice softball complex. It's kind of tucked away in the back, which is a shame because it should be out in in the, in the front. But football and and baseball kind of needed a fa- a, 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 a facelift, face and and they've gotten it, and it is gorgeous over there. Mm-hmm. But, no, I saw that, thought that was a really nice gesture, and it would have been a shame if we didn't mention it, yeah. at least for a, for a moment. All right. Uh, you, you got anything else? Um, hmm. uh, oh, I mean, if, if you want to – I want to also mention this. Uh, I saw today that uh, Coach Mike Becker from Armada is stepping down. 
And I, I really only saw, met with him a few times, but I will tell you he was the nicest guy. He is the kind of coach that is in it for the right reasons, and it's a shame that he won't be coaching at least this year or whatever. Um, they just said for personal reasons. So um, hope everything's going well with him, but he is the kind of guy you would want your son to be coached by. Yeah, and, and we said it during basketball season that in any other year, Armada would have been a, a big deal and a big story, and they kind of were in the shadow of Crosslex mm-hmm. all year, and, and understandably so because yeah, they're not like at least Marysville, who kind of was in the same situation, was in a different conference, so they were they kind of had a different spotlight on them. Where Armada was stuck in the BWAC with them, and they dominated everybody they played except for Crosslex, and they still almost upset them the one game. Yeah, yeah, the that. Uh, second meeting, the game in Crosslex uh, was a really good basketball game. Uh, unfortunately, I was sick for most of it. But um, the uh, the other two meetings, though, Crosslex kind of expressed their dominance, I guess, yes. over the league. And, and again, it's I just want to wish him the best because he was nothing but nice, and you could tell he genuinely cared about those kids, and he did it the right way. Have you had uh, – because I haven't asked you uh, this, so I'll do it now. Have you had a bad experience yet this season? Because this is like your first year of really going With out the coach? and doing this yeah, and meeting people. I can't think of anyone. They're, they're all the really coach. nice, aren't they? Yeah. It's like it, – it's it's so, hard to say oh, I don't like this person because right. they're, they're – like – Everybody is just so friendly and so happy that we're there and so, and I mean, so cooperative. Yes. I, I, no, I don't think I have had an, an issue with a coach this so, year. Appreciate that. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I'm me, <laughs> and, and, and Brady is sometimes hard to deal with. Some, yeah. When you, haven't had, when you haven't had your sugar treat, you, yeah. you sometimes when I haven't get, had my Kit Kat. Yeah, you, you sometimes are grumpy pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just born in grumpy pants. Yeah, but it's I th- natural for me. I think that was all the other news I wanted to mention. Um, I'm sure there's something that I'm forgetting that I'm going to be uploading the podcast and go, oh, well, I forgot that. Well, let's not forget to say no podcast on Friday, but yep. it's not because we're goofing off. It is because we'll be working. Uh, you'll be at Lutheran North for baseball, and I'll be at Anchor Bay for softball, and mm-hmm. we'll get going like 10 o'clock in the morning. I think mine starts at noon. Go all day. My first game's at yeah, noon. Yeah, I, so. I think I have 10.30, 12.30, 2.30, and you are uh, – 12, 2.30, and 5. Yeah. So. Oh, that'll be good, Cobb. I'll be able to listen to you on the way home then. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have a – well, we're going to have at least Marine City or Armada in the finals, and hopefully they're playing Marysville. That would be fun. And I can listen to you on my way down there. You can. And, and hopefully we can uh, – get uh, Northern or PH through to the finals there. Uh, how about a Northern PH final? That would be that would be something. That would be a spectacular upset by somebody because uh, Anchor Bay, uh, I'm actually looking forward to seeing them play. Yeah, because you just, I mean, again, stats can lie just looking at them, but you look at it and you're just like, wow. Yeah, the, the, they're, they're a team that I want to see uh, in person, and I haven't since – 2019, I think, is the last time right. I saw the, the Lady Tars play, and they were pretty good then. <laughs> they were pretty good then. All right, uh, so that will uh, put the wraps on this show, and uh, we'll uh, uh, talk to you uh, on Friday, at least uh, on streams one and two, with uh, softball and baseball uh, district action here on GetStuckOnSports.com. 
From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.